Hi, welcome to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist. My name is Tiet Helimetz, and I am a principal dancer at San Francisco Ballet. This podcast series of Meet the Artist interviews is your chance to get to know us, the dancers, musicians, designers, and choreographers at SF Ballet, as we discuss our lives, the process in a studio, performances on stage, and more. Join us for Meet the Artist interviews, live and in person, at the Opera House before Friday and Sunday performances. Or tune in, all season long to hear podcast recordings of San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist interviews. Enjoy! seated, I am going to start with some introductions. So good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to today's Meet the Artist conversation here at San Francisco Ballet's Giselle. Uh, I'm Jenny Scholick. I'm the Director of Education and Training here at San Francisco Ballet. And I'm really thrilled to be joined today by principal dancer Sasha DeSola to speak about uh, this wonderful romantic ballet. Hello, everyone. Lovely to see you. Just a couple quick items of housekeeping before we get going. Um, As I mentioned, it is open seating, so feel free to sit wherever you like. Um, Additionally, I will hold some time at the end for questions from the audience. So uh, think of those questions, and I will call on a few of you as we get closer uh, to the end. So with that, I'm really thrilled to be here with Sasha, who's been a principal dancer with the company since 2017 and joined the company in 2006 um, and made her debut as Giselle, the titular uh, heroine of the ballet you're all going to see this afternoon on Friday evening. So first off, congratulations. It's a big role. Thank you. Thank you. How did it feel? How was Friday? You know, I had a really interesting experience after I got off stage. Um, it felt almost like a dream, like it didn't happen. And I hadn't had <clears throat> that experience yet in, a, in any other ballet. Um, so it was really special because I, I got completely lost in the world. It's such a beautiful role with so much to dig into that it, it really felt like such a privilege. So... Giselle is one of the the big, big ballets of the classical repertoire. It's one that you grow up watching, that you see other dancers do. Is it one that's been on your mind for some period of time? Definitely. (laughs) Did you always, like, see yourself in this? How much had you thought about it ahead of time before being cast? I don't know if I saw myself in it, I just knew I had the desire to experience the role. Um, But I also had the privilege to watch many ballerinas do it before me, uh, both on video, both and live, and um, that inspired me a lot for the opportunity that I had on Friday and then on Tuesday and Saturday again. And the last, it's been a while since this company's done, Giselle. I think the last time was in 2015. You were a soloist at that point, yes? What role did you do then? Did you sort of have your eye on the title role then? And what was that like returning to it? Uh, I danced Myrta, which is uh, a completely different role, a completely different character. It was a challenge for me. It's lots of jumps, um, quite a strong 
presence uh, with with a just a completely way of holding yourself, holding your body to communicate that strength. Um, so I it challenged me, but I feel it was helpful to have been able to experience her to then know what it is to kind of revere her as Giselle. Okay, so perfect. You led right into my next question. That was a little bit about who Myrta, who's the queen of the willies in the second act, is. So who's Giselle? Or in your interpretation, tell us about who she is as a character. I mean, the best part about Giselle is that she's so nuanced. She has so much depth. Um, so there's kind of, to me, at least three distinct aspects of Giselle. Uh, the first act where she's a peasant girl, where I view her as someone who has just pure, pure love and joy and um, just an innocence to her that uh, is so rare um, in the world in general. And that is what's so beautiful about her, um, which also then leads to this incredible heartbreak that she has, which leads into her mad scene, uh, where she really has to have a psychotic break, basically. Um, and in the second act, there's, there's still the purity, but there's also a deep serenity, a sense of all-knowing, uh, and an all-forgiving, all-encompassing type of love. So you've spoken a little bit about how Giselle has these three aspects, these three modes that she goes through over the course of the ballet, which I imagine is a challenge artistically. How do you prepare for that? What, what goes into your preparation to be able to portray each of those aspects? I did a ton of research leading up to Giselle. Uh, as I mentioned, I've seen it many times before. I've had the chance to watch many ballerinas, so I continued on that <laughs> and maybe a little bit more intensely um, at the start and I kind of let it go towards the end uh, because I want to find my own way to dance Giselle. But um, yeah, I danced, I watched many ballerinas, Makarova, uh, Karla Fraci, Spetsitseva, um, gosh, everybody. <laughs> um, and then also Tamara had an, a really wonderful suggestion to watch Ana Laguna in Matzek Giselle uh, for her presence in the first act um, and also Bjork in the movie Dancer in the Dark. So I watched both of those to just give depth to her in a different realm, not in the pure Giselle ballet realm, but as a human, as a full-fledged person in her village. Um, so that's a bit about kind of the artistic side, right? The artistic interpretation of the role. There's also a technical side of it, right? And one of the things about Giselle is it's one of the sort of best preserved romantic ballets. So in classical ballet, we think about different eras, and one of the key ones is the Romantic era in the 1860s, which is when this ballet was created. And it has a particular style that's different, right, than many of the other big classical ballets. So can you tell us a little bit about that Romantic style and what you're looking for in it in this role? 
Yeah, so romantic ballets tend to deal with uh, supernatural themes, which Giselle clearly does. Um, but from a technical perspective, the way that you hold your body is extremely important, uh, particularly in the second act. Um, there's a feeling that the, the body must be forward, but then also an openness in the chest, so it's like forward and kind of back at the same time. Um, and there's a lot of focus on footwork. Uh, we have the long romantic tutus, the kind of classic uh, staple of a romantic ballet. Um, so footwork is extremely important and really challenging for the ballerina. What is challenging about it? How, how is it different or particularly difficult? Well, I'll tell you my experience with this. I think I thought about my feet and the way that my feet uh, communicated what I was trying to express um, more than I think I ever have before. I was trying to communicate joy, fear, sadness through my feet. Um, and I know that sounds kind of weird and funny, but it, I think it's really effective in a romantic ballet like Giselle to use all aspects of your body to communicate what you need to. And Giselle, of course, interacts with a lot of different, obviously, right, all of the different characters in this ballet, particularly Albrecht, right, who you were working with, Aaron Robeson, one of our other principal dancers, as well as Hilarion, who's the gamekeeper, her mother, Myrta. Can you tell us a bit about these different relationships that Giselle has with the people around her? Yes, I think in the first act especially, it's really important to establish that she is kind of a beloved member of her community and she equally loves them in return. Um, I had a great time talking with, for example, Nathaniel, who was the Hilarion in our cast. Um, and we kind of established how long we knew each other, um, the way that he loves me and the way that I do or don't love him. Um, and so those kind of details I think are super fun to kind of delve into. Um, but yeah, I think having a strong awareness of who Giselle is in relation to those around her, in relation to those who love her, is imperative to kind of taking the audience to that breaking point where hopefully it really is a true heartbreak. Um, for those of you who are just joining us, I'm here with principal dancer Sasha DeSola, uh, and we will be taking some questions from the audience at the end. So you're saying that you worked with Hilarion and other dancers around this sort of backstory of Giselle, what happened offstage or before we meet her. Do you do that with all of the story ballets that you work on? Do you always go into that level of detail? Yes, I like to, yeah. And is that, would you say that's like common among all the dancers? Do you feel, I mean, I'm just curious about the preparation that goes in. I think it depends on the dancer. Um, and yeah, I think it just, it depends. Mm -hmm. I would say it depends, but it's something that I really enjoy doing. It's just fun for me. <laughs> so I, I can't help it. <laughs> And kind of on that, that theme on, around the acting in this role, we've spoken a little bit about it, but the mad scene is really, 
iconic, right? This is this moment where Giselle's heartbreak causes her to go mad, and it's it's a crucial kind of like the turning point of this ballet. How do you, how do you prep for that? How do you get ready for that kind of um, emotional shift? I think there's two. It's in two parts. Um, one is taking a step back and looking at what is most effective for the audience. Um, so in some ways it's quite um, dry in that way. Like there are certain things that will read better, um, you know, ways to hold your body or your face towards what direction. Um, but then at the same time, once you kind of establish a general kind of structure, I like to just forget about it completely when I'm on stage and let the emotion take over. So sometimes I'll actually, I'll always do it different probably, but um, sometimes it'll be different than what I even expect to do. Um, so I think that's one of the beautiful things about being a dancer and telling a story is that you get to just live through this character and live this different life and it is, I think, one of the most vulnerable states that a human can be in and I think it's just such a privilege to be able to experience that and so I try not to hold anything back and just let it happen. Beautiful. So this is one of uh, several big debuts you've had in the last few years of your career, including Swan Lake last year. And I'm wondering about how different it is. You know, you've tackled Aurora, you've tackled Odette Odile, you've now done Giselle. How different is the preparation in each of those and the anticipation of it? Um, you know, for example, in Swan Lake, there's also a dichotomy in characters. There's Odette and Odile, the soft, the harsh, uh, the good, the evil maybe, if you want to put it white and black like that, pun intended. Um, <laughs> and similarly in Giselle, there's a dichotomy, but with Swan Lake, for me the challenge was finding her as a creature. Uh, I, I knew I could find her soul, her human soul, but her creatureness was more of a challenge. Um, and also, when she is Odile, I find, I mean, there are different ways to play her, but I liked her to be almost soulless. Um, whereas with Giselle, she is the same soul, and her physicality completely changes, and her experience and her way of um, being one with the world is different. And so that, in a way, was more relatable because she's a human and she, you don't have to find her as a swan. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it was showing enough of a difference in her and uh, making sure that there is that arc throughout the whole ballet that was really important to me. So it's similar in many ways and quite different. And do you get nervous about these big debuts, or do you feel like by the time you're there, you're ready to go? How, what, what's your emotional state like in the lead up to like Friday night? 
Disclaimer, I get very nervous. Um, <laughs> but always, like the night before or early in the day of the day of. So, for example, on Friday when I was home trying to rest, I just couldn't. I just couldn't stop thinking about the ballet. And then once I got here, I was completely calm. And as soon as I'm on stage, I'm just in that moment, and so I'm a lot more calm. But the worst part is probably just a before. before. Yeah. And have you always felt that way, like as someone who like gets on stage and it, like from the time you were a little girl? I've always felt a huge sense of freedom on stage. It's, I feel like I'm myself here on stage. And uh, so I, yeah, I, I love it. And then I'm going to change topics just a little bit, open up the aperture away from Giselle for a couple of questions, and then I'm going to open it up to audience questions. So if you have them, start thinking about them. Um, you're coming to Giselle right off of Next at 90, and I have to imagine that that is also a big switch to move from really contemporary work into this. How do you do that? How do you prepare your mind and your body to make that change? It's tricky. I think one of the challenges is breaking certain movement cycles, like your body will get used to moving in a certain way and you have to completely shift that. Um, so it's just a conscious, concerted effort, especially at the beginning. Um, but it is wild to think that less than two weeks ago we were doing completely different rep that's very contemporary, that requires a completely different uh, way to approach it. Uh, so yeah, it's a challenge, I, I won't deny that. But it's also really exciting because it, it pushes you. And then I wanted to ask, you know, it's a big, exciting year for San Francisco Ballet. We, it's our 90th season, and then we also have a new director in Tamara Rojo. And I'm wondering if you had the opportunity to work with her on this role at all. It's one that I know is dear to her heart. Yes, yeah, so I had, I think, two rehearsals with her. I wish I could have had more. But uh, it was really incredible to work with her. She opened my eyes to a different way of, a different potential way to experience Giselle. And that was incredible. There are certain aspects that I had never thought about before. Um, and it, it really opened my mind to the possibilities of what she could be and how the experience could be, both for myself and for the audience. And it was really fun to work with her. Wonderful. All right, I would love to take a few minutes for audience questions. So if you raise your hand, I will call on you, and then I will repeat the question so everyone can hear it. Yes, right here. So uh, the question first was a congratulations to Sasha on her wonderful performance Friday, and also a request to speak more about that moment in the mad scene of the, the psychotic break that that Giselle goes through and how you prepare for it? For me, that is kind of this like pivotal moment, not just for me, for everyone, <laughs> this pivotal moment of um, the story. So it was imperative that it was authentic and effective and real. Um, 
So I got inspiration, um, like I said, from many ballerinas and in the way that they embodied that, but also I thought about how a normal person might experience that, you know, or um, really digging deep into your gut and taking out your personal experience and maybe some that you have observed um, and making that a moment that is very human, um, that she is this beautiful, incredible soul and at the same time, she was so crushed that it became impossible for her to live any longer. And that has to be believable. And um, it, it's a mix of, my preparation was a mix of thinking of it from a stage perspective and also from a very real human perspective. Um, so it's kind of delving into the research on both sides of those. Great. All right. Yes, back here in the stripes. It uh, is about the book that Sasha wrote, worked on a few years ago, and if you could tell us about how it came to being. Yeah, so I, um, a wonderful Mexican author reached out to me uh, because she had the desire to write a book about ballet, but she didn't know much about ballet and she wanted it to be an authentic and true story. And so we worked together on um, just creating a story that was based around my experiences. And um, I worked with her on the visual aspects, on the feel of the book, of course the content. Um, and it was a really lovely and wonderful collaborative experience. It was really fun to, I never imagined I would do anything like that. So it was really fun to work on that and kind of have something that's tangible because we dance and nothing is tangible. And so it's nice to have something. So the question is when playing these really intense roles, whether that's Giselle or the Queen's Daughter from the festival, how does Sasha feel if she can set that aside or if they stay with her after the, the curtain comes down? I'll admit I have trouble letting them go immediately. Um, they stick with me a little bit. Um, I'm working on that. <laughs> but uh, I think at least for me, in, in order to give everything when, when you have the, the chance on stage, it's not something that just disappears the second the curtain comes down. So um, I try to find ways to ground myself back in myself and um, also, uh, for example, remind myself that Salome is a completely different character than Giselle. Um, so I really have had to forget about Salome, um, and I've managed that, but uh, in the immediate aftermath, I would say, like in the day after, I kind of like feel the weight of the character, usually. About what uh, other roles might you be interest interested in performing, perhaps, or also that you know will be coming up this year? Um, so this year, I will also be dancing Cinderella um, in March, March? <laughs> I think. Early April? Yes, March, early April, exactly. Um, and that, I'll be revisiting that role. 
completely very different. different. <laughs> yeah, completely different. Um, and as for the future, I don't know what it holds. It depends on our rep, but I would love the opportunity for more um, strong female dramatic roles. Does Sasha or do the other dancers take acting lessons in order to prepare for these kinds of roles? Um, I can't speak for other dancers. Uh, there is no uh, like sanctioned acting lesson, but uh, I have taken acting lessons actually quite a bit um, and enjoyed it so much. And I think one of the biggest takeaways, more for screen acting, but one of the biggest takeaways that I got from that is just like allowing the character to come through you without um, forcing them to go in any particular direction. So to answer your question, yes. And one last question over here. So the question is if Sasha can share any specifics um, about her coaching with Tamara on Giselle. Sure. Um, so for example, in the second act, when we do the potida, for example, one of the things that she said was, you know, if this is the one moment you have with Albrecht, the one last moment, how are you going to spend it? What, what feelings does that bring up? And that is different for everyone, but it could feel ecstatic in a moment. It's not necessarily only uh, sorrow um, or uh, definitely not really regret because she's on a different plane. Uh, similarly, in the first act, which I loved when she said this, when Giselle's first entrance, when she comes out the door and steps outside, I did it once and she said, okay, great, now show me that it's a warm day outside. And that gave the whole scene a lot more depth for me. Um, so it was specifics like that that allow for personal interpretation, but it grounds her in a, an environment that's even more tangible. Thank you. All right, everyone, we are officially at time. So I want to thank all of you for being here today uh, with me and with Sasha DeSola, one of our principal dancers. I hope that you all enjoy tonight, this afternoon, sorry's performance of Giselle, and uh, that we will also see you back at a future Meet the Artist talk this year. You can find all of the information about these talks on our website, as well as other audience engagement programming at sfballet.org events. Enjoy the day and thank you so much for being here and your support. Thank you. thank you for listening to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about SF Ballet or to attend in-person Meet the Artist interviews and performances, visit sfballet.org. See you at the ballet.